guys the prompt is the next thing if you're not on get on okay welcome back to the prompt and today i have a special guest with me eric the visionary boy how are you i'm good man i'm good man how are you doing bro i'm good i'm good so let's get started uh when did you start your journey of doing visionary arts you know because i know you don't just do photography but also uh filming yeah 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 um i started photography photography itself in 2018 i think in 2018 yeah that's mm -hmm. when i started photography then videography i started it that was um should be 2019 mm -hmm. yeah i started doing it in 2019. okay so what what exactly inspired let's say the photography first like what was it about it that you know what i think i can do this okay so um i'm a designer at heart yeah like designing designing clothes mm -hmm. so um, i'm designing then i wanted to like brand myself like brand my um my brand so there's a friend of mine i had who i used to live with at that time then i'd use like him but I'd give him like the concepts like yo um let's do the photos like this like this like this like this and i was like mm -hmm. i think i can do this on you know what i mean mm -hmm. so that's when i got into like content creation i was just like oh, let me just get myself a camera and then start doing it on my own okay so let's say like you know since there are a lot of media companies and also individuals who are doing this how do you set your values you know like let's say pricing and saying that look when you go with me it's worth the price and all that okay because for me i i feel like um in zambia yeah Mm -hmm. we really don't have a good like conceptual type of stuff you know when it comes to the treatment i feel like with me um the treatments are different you know it's not your typical video or anything so when you come to me i can promise that the visuals will be different like they will be different it'll look different from the usual you know it'll have some finesse to it Mm -hmm. it'll have a touch it'll have art in it you know what i mean so yeah. i usually challenge artists like get them out of the comfort zone with my ideas and everything so that that's how i think i set myself apart from everybody else okay um so i realized that you know from talking and also doing my own personal research you're a man who's all about culture so what culture are you trying to represent through your photos or movie to the world you know um yeah because i feel like okay identity wise in zambia we don't have i feel like we don't have a culture in zambia you know like what 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 do you point that in zambia and be like if you go to another country right yeah what would people like um based on culture what do people say like oh that's so zambian you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah like yeah like with um south africa 
for instance, for them, you just see like a kusheshe or something or a bucket hat or something in their video and you're like, oh, that's that's essay time, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to um I'm trying to like build culture and like let more of the cool kids shine in Zambia so that like people um elsewhere can see that oh Zambia actually has cool kids because if you really pay attention to like the underground um creative space in Zambia, it's really, really, really dope. Like, you know, the musicians, everything, everything just really dope. It just needs like a bigger scale and more content to be put out. Then people will actually realize that oh Zambia is you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know I've seen you like hang out with people like Mix and also other uh youth that are, you know, trying to make a name for themselves. Like, what, what kind of, like, deals do you make? Do you say that, okay, you know, you pay me after this or you pay as you go, like, how are some of the conversations, like? Yeah, with, with Mix, um, for us, we started working, like, ish, I don't know, three years ago or something. So we would do projects where there's no money. You know what I mean? Like we'll do projects like, yo, let's put out content, let's put out content, let's shoot this, let's shoot dance videos. Just put out content to to help us be out there and everything. And then <clears throat> mix blow up, you know what I mean? So for him, he he wants to put on like his homies and the people who are there when there was like no money, everything. So it's just it's a straightforward thing, you know. He'll just be like, yo, um, what's your budget on this? Let's work on this. We're like, oh, shop. Let me tell these guys. And it's just a smooth transition like that, man. It's, it's mm-hmm. easy working. Yeah. So, like, what what is your views on, like, let's say, taking pictures on the phone and the camera, let's say, for somebody who's not really a fanatic in that way, and then they're trying to figure things out. What did you tell them? Okay, so for like phones, they don't, it, phones don't really have that much dynam- dynamic range. I know maybe most people don't understand what I'm saying. They don't capture like, you know, the detail of the details, you know, and you're not like, you can't play around with it as much as you can with the photography, I mean, with the, with the digital camera, the DSLR, because like a DSLR is made for pictures, you know. Some people like saying, nah, why would I need, um, a camera because of that, an iPhone or whatever. You know, you cannot compare the two. You know, like the magic you would make on a phone, on a DSLR is not the magic you can make with the phone. You know, because when it comes to post production, you can do so much more. You have so much more options, the color grade, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, another thing that you know, I think a lot of people don't know about and we should also bring to discussion like you know a lot of people think that maybe you just take the photo and then post it but then you know they're also after editing the stuff like that this is adobe uh, lightroom or photoshop and stuff like that so let's say for somebody who doesn't know what would you tell them like what is the specific use for those uh, programs okay so um a raw picture like when you take a raw picture, it's basically, um, it's raw, you know, mm-hmm. it's, 
haven't you haven't added your touch to it because now when you edit a picture that's how you tell the difference between photographers right mm -hmm. because when you get into Lightroom or Photoshop or anything that's where now you can show them your taste your feel you can play with the colors you can play with the skin you know the, the texture all that so that that that's why um people book certain photographers also because of the way they make them look you know mm -hmm. when it's edited oh is that me and stuff like that you know it doesn't come out raw like when you put it in the editing place now that's where you just show off your skills and everything like that that's where you polish up the picture you know polish up the skin give it that finesse yeah just make it look good man all right so what have been some of the challenges that you have faced so far in your type of business and you know what keeps you going you know um what keeps me going what keeps me going is the dream man for me i i see myself um crossing borders bro you know like making real art like making stuff that will last forever man yeah, yeah. so that's that's going on because i see myself going really 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 far and then most um the challenges that i've gone through is um what can i say some of the ideas i have um people don't some some artists don't seem to like support the idea or be on board with the idea 100%. I don't know if futuristic or anything like that, but they don't grasp it the way I do. So that has been um, some of the issues. Also, um, on outreach, like how to get some of the work out there and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I think those are some of the challenges. Uh, so when you reach such a conflict, do you compromise or what do you do, you know? So that, you know, because sometimes certain differences would make somebody not want to work with you again. But what exactly do you do to maintain a relationship if you know you have different visions? Okay, so first, number one, I tell them like, um, there's a reason why um, they came to me, right? So I asked them like, what is really the goal for the video? Like, do you want the video to stand out or, or not? So ask them, like, just, just trust me 100%. But if not, if it doesn't go down that route, then I just have to incorporate mm -hmm. some of the stuff that they want in the video. And if they don't want to go with my idea fully, then I just have to incorporate the ideas together then. Yeah. Okay. That's what happens. Uh, so, like, let's say knowledge. Let's talk about knowledge, right? So, did you go to class for this or did you teach yourself? And then, if you taught yourself, what are some of the ways that you do? No, I, I taught myself, self taught, man. I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm still a baby, still, still really taking information. So, yo, the internet is for everybody, you know? We're blessed in an era like where we have the internet for free. Like, you can find endless information on the internet like anybody can become good but what you need to do is when you're on the internet and seeing these things you need to practice mm -hmm. um the information taking in because you can um be caught up in a trap where you just watch a bunch of videos but you never really do what you're watching so 
not learning anything. So like when you take in the information, you go out there, you try it out. And if you do that every day, trust me, you'll be like one of the best in the game, you know? That's something I'm actually also working on, mm-hmm. on practicing more. But I don't really practice these days, but I need to start practicing more then polish up everything and then start gunning for the world. So let's say, um, what are some of the misconceptions about, like, let's say type of camera and those are lens? Because we know that maybe a lens can be to focus, but then there are also 4K cameras and all that. So what would you say in that aspect? Um, okay, yeah, because these days everybody wants to shoot like on 4K and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But a big misconception is the better camera you have, the better results you get. That's a very big misconception because um, there's even a video online where you give an amateur a 4K camera mm-hmm. or a red door, whatever, you give a professional a DSLR. And they prove that the professional got out, got the best out of the DSLR compared to the person who was using the red because there's so many things that you have to like um, put in. There's lighting, there's all that stuff. There's concept, you know, for me, concept is key and lighting is key as well. So you don't just gun for the biggest camera and think you'd be the best out there. Now, I've seen a lot of people who use big cameras, but they're not getting what they're supposed to get out of so that's a very big misconception it's about the knowledge you know you need to know what you're doing and you can make magic with it even a small camera like the smallest camera you can make magic as long as you know what you're doing so yeah don't rush to buy one of these big cameras or maybe you think now if i don't own this camera i can't start creating you know you can start creating with your phone i've seen a lot of dope stuff also with phones you know Mm -hmm. videographers make things with their phones it's just about doing it you know it's just about getting the knowledge and just start where you are and then move up from there man okay so you know let's say uh when it comes to the camera for a phone right it takes care of certain things when taking a picture now when you look at the camera right there's iso aperture and shutter speed right so for somebody who are like what are these words? What would you say like each one does? Okay, so your ISO, your ISO controls your light, like it lets in more light. That's what the ISO, the ISO um, controls. Also your shutter speed. Mm-hmm. Your shutter speed also controls light, but it also controls um, the speed of the shutter, like the, you know, the yeah. you know, that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like the sh- so it also con- it controls how fast and how slow mm-hmm. the shutter will close. Shutter mm-hmm. also lets in light, so that's how it also controls light. Then um, what else do you say? The shutter speed, ISO. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that I can talk about, but you just have to ask me those questions. Okay, how about the aperture? The aperture thing. Oh yeah, the aperture. The aperture is also also based on light as well. <laughs> okay. So let's yeah. let's talk about camera modes. You know, because like you know, like let's say when I got a camera, right? I was like, no, you know what? I don't wanna shoot in auto and stuff like that. So you know, 
I went to manual and stuff like that, you know, and it was quite difficult and I haven't really got uh, it, you know, but let's just say like, let's say, what camera mode would you uh, suggest, like suggest, like let's say, let's say if at a sporting event or at a concert, stuff like that, what would you suggest? Okay, so it's, it's, it's more of learning your camera. You need to learn your camera for like to use manual because when you use manual, you have control over everything. That's where your ISO, your aperture, your shutter speed comes in because you're talking about sports also. So if you're doing sports, you have to like shutter speed so you can get the person running without any motion, you know? Mm. So when you use automatic, automatic sometimes, um, it's unreliable because there's so many, there's so much settings you need to get to get your perfect picture. So the reason why you didn't know what was happening with Manuel was because you didn't really, you know, you didn't um, study the camera and study the modes and all the, the aperture and all that stuff. So you need to you need to learn how to use that stuff. But for automatic, um, you can use it, you know, when you're starting out. So when you just these pictures of your friends, family, you're studying out, you're getting to know the camera. Like I wouldn't really um, recommend using automatic, like if you're doing an event or something sporty or something, you you won't predict, like you won't know like what's coming, you won't get what you really want, you know, using auto. So manual, you just need to study the camera, then you'll know everything to do. Yeah. So you need to expose for something, you know, you need to expose for something like either expose for, it depends what's dark, like your subject, right? Mm -hmm. Either you're exposing for your subject or you're exposing for something else. So 